I receive the good that is meant for me. I release what I am no longer meant to carry. Oftentimes in our manifestations, what we're looking to call in, we struggle actually receiving it because we don't have any room for it, whether that's energetic or otherwise. Today's episode is going to be a short one, short and sweet about how to make more space for your manifestations so you can call in what you actually desire rather than staying frustrated with the where the hell is it mentality. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and let's get started. Before we go all the way into this episode about releasing and making space, I would like to remind you that coming up on January 29th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there will be a workshop called The Magic of Manifestation, where we are going to go over and tweak our language around manifesting. You're going to learn some really simple tricks and tips around how to actually call in your desires, and you're going to learn about how to call in things that aren't just money. So whether it's a vehicle, yeah, the, there's money concerned in there, but that exact same, like the right vehicle for you or the perfect for you home and the perfect for you neighborhood, like we talked about on earlier episodes. And we're going to talk about how to actually create without frustration. Let it come to you easily and let those perfect jobs start rolling in. Let those perfect lovers start rolling in. Let that perfect home, the perfect whatever arrive right into your lap. Okay. This is part three of the magic of manifesting series for murder and mediumship. And I just would like to take the opportunity to, to let you know that I 100% understand feeling like things just aren't going your way, no matter how hard you work. Five years ago, I believe it was about five years ago, I feel like time is starting to play tricks with my brain. I actually filed bankruptcy because I had, and I shared a little bit about this in the last episode, but I was working more shifts than there are in a week, waiting tables, trying to make ends meet, not making a ton of money, uh, just trying to figure out at a job that I was making really good money in before, just trying to figure out why I was struggling so hard to get my life together. It felt like I was just living in this place of, of gray, just existing. And I was in a bad place mentally, physically, emotionally, nothing felt right. Nothing was going well. I had these two beautiful children and I was just angry and I wasn't creating the life that I really desired. I was just existing in this crap existence that I had also manifested. So learning how to turn it around is a really big deal because I'm telling you that you can take it from how the hell do I make anything work for me when everything's working against me to, oh my God, I can't believe this is my life now in like the best way possible. Okay. So This is, again, going to be a little bit shorter of an episode, but what I want you to think about is all of the ways in your life that you're holding on to things that no longer serve you. And we're going to make it super simple right now. It's really important that you start with a physical cleanse of your home, okay? So if you were to walk around your house, and I don't care how long you've been in there or not been in there, we've only been in my house since May of 2022. I'm recording this the second, third week in January of 2023. So it's been about seven months or so. And I I cannot even begin to tell you the amount of clutter that has already started to accumulate in this house. It's maddening to me. 
So what you want to do is start with one room at a time over the course of a couple of weeks, depending on how many rooms are in your house or how many feel overwhelmingly cluttered. Don't forget the closets. And you're going to walk into that room with a couple of baskets. You're going to have one trash bag. You're going to have a basket or a box for donations. You're going to have a basket or a box for things that you're going to sell if you so choose to do so. I automatically donated because I know that I will not ever actually sell anything and I don't want to be bothered with all the Facebook market crap or whatever people even use today to do that. Um, And then the fourth container is going to be for the things that have accumulated in that space that do not belong there, but have a different home in the house. Okay. So what you want to do is walk into the room and start at the very center, put all your baskets, and then you're going to go clockwise around the room. I take the garbage bag with me and I pick it up and I say, do I still need this? Yes or no? And if it's yes, okay, cool, put it back where it was, clean it off, whatever you're doing with it. If you don't need it, okay, am I going to donate it, throw it out, or sell it? And as you are holding on to it, you give it gratitude, very Marie Kondo-like, right? You give it gratitude for serving you or bringing you joy in the amount of time that it did, and you let it go. Maybe it didn't bring you joy. Maybe it's something you're ready to fully let go of that you just don't want in your life anymore because it brings up bad memories, then you thank it for being with you to give you that self-awareness and then you get rid of it. Okay. As you're doing this, as you're going through this, be very aware of what's coming up for you emotionally, physically. What does it feel like to be getting rid of this stuff? I know it can be really difficult for some people. Maybe it's trauma. Maybe it's not. I find a lot of joy in throwing things out and donating them. Maybe too much. So I'm not really sure. So As you go through all of these rooms, just a couple things to note here. The really important rooms, and this is all, this is information that I picked up from a feng shui expert, Justine Hernandez, and I'll link her information in my show notes. I believe she took a break from business, so I'll still put her info down there if she is in business for herself, but I gained a lot of knowledge from this and freed up a lot of space to receive in that amount of time. Um... What you're essentially doing, you want to start with the rooms that mean like the most to you or that you spend the most amount of time in, right? So the kitchen is always a big one. Your bedroom, I really feel like that should be first. Some people, especially with children, are going to do the kids' rooms first, and that's great. But just focus on yourself for once, okay? So walk into your room, get your baskets all lined up, grab your trash bag, walk around around that room and go through things item by item. When you get to the closet, Take all those clothes out. Take everything out of the closet and get ready to go. Now, do not set yourself up for failure and go balls to the wall in all these rooms all at once. I really recommend energetically doing just one room a day. If you can do two, awesome. If there's smaller spaces, do those two rooms. I know we just moved, so I recently did this and I did it fast, (laughs) fast and furious. But it also gave me an opportunity to throw out a lot of stuff and donate a lot of stuff. And it felt a lot lighter as I did it. Now, when I walked through this practice with Justine, I would do a room while I was on a call with her. And then I would do a room throughout the week while I was um, by myself. And throughout the experience, you could feel the energy in the home shifting from like this stale, stagnant kind of existence. And if you're looking at it from a place of calling in abundance, then of manifesting abundance, then it's important to also focus on a couple of things. One, the southeast corner of your home is what is going to bring you more financial abundance. So make sure that that area is clean. Download a compass. I promise you, you could figure it out. If I can, anybody can. Um, 
just looking at that at the southeast corner, is that clear? Is it clean? Is it open? Is it inviting? I mean, at the old house, we used to have our money tree in that corner. At this house, it does not get the right amount of sunlight to keep that here, but it's helpful to know like things like that. Anywho, um, the next thing is that the kitchen, the state of the kitchen says a lot about your income as well. So making sure that you can allow that money flow in by clearing out the space and the energy in your kitchen and your front entrance, okay? So really don't forget about those closets. They're easy to forget. They are probably holding the most amount of junk though. So go into the closets, tear all that shit out. If you have a junk drawer in the kitchen, don't forget about that drawer. Sometimes it needs to be purged as well. I think I do ours like once a month because some other adult who lives here just randomly throws whatever in there, which is fine. It's a junk drawer, but holy Toledo. So I digress. Um, Someone's a little obsessive about the junk drawer and they should be more obsessed with things in the home that really need attention, not like the junk drawer. I'm talking about me. I'm someone. Anyway, I digress. Um, As you move through these spaces, again, really be conscious conscious of what it is that's coming up in your physical body, in in your thoughts as you're going through all of these spaces. If it is something that's dredging up bad memories, give yourself a break, take some time, get outside, take some deep breaths, call a friend, call your therapist, whoever it is that you have for your support system, because it can be very overwhelming to get rid of things like that. But what that's doing is telling the universe that you're creating space to receive what it is that you're calling in, okay? Especially when it comes to money or moving or large ticket items that you're trying to purchase, like really focus on clearing out the space to do it. Okay. This applies to your love life as well. Go in there clean out that bedroom. Make sure that everything feels like you want it to feel if you were in there with like the love of your freaking life, not like it's the cat lady sitting in there reading her books at 8 p.m., which is fine. By the way, I am the same person. I just have dogs instead, but it's important to be creating the energetic space that that fits, that's aligned with what it is that you're trying to manifest, right? Okay, the second thing is the energy in your home. What does it feel like in there? What does it actually feel like? Because you can have like this stale, stagnant energy feeling after you've cleaned out some of these rooms. Go ahead and do a simmer pot cleanse. Do a smoke cleanse if it if it um, speaks to you, if that's like culturally appropriate for you. Um Just be careful with what you're purchasing and that sort of thing. I prefer to do selenite. I don't really have much luck with doing anything that concerns fire whatsoever. I can never light anything and keep it lit to save my life. It's maddening. But um, I like to take selenite wands and I like to cleanse over the windows and, and the walls. And if you can't giggle at that song starting right there, then we can't be friends in real life. But you want to Cleanse every room, use the selenite, set the intention to remove all negative energy from the room and recycle it back to the world as peace and like that golden white light, okay? Uh, You don't ever want to send it out into the world as just negativity. After that, I highly recommend taking a shower and allowing all of that energy to cleanse and go down the drain. Also, selenite cleanse yourself. Use it like those body wands that they use on you at the airport when they're looking for like metal or whatever they're looking for. It's metal, right? Anywho, um, use it like that. Like bring it down over your body, starting at the crown of your head, waving it over your arms, everything in a downward motion, removing that energy from you, and then go ahead and jump in the shower and watch it all go down the drain. Whatever visual 
visual you need to use for that. For myself, I, I like to imagine like a tar kind of substance coming off of my body and dripping down the drain. I'm a visual person, so it helps me in that way. And this is all in a nutshell, something I've adapted from working with a previous coach of mine as well, Sarah D'Angelo, who I also recommend checking out if you are a female entrepreneur, 100% recommend looking into um, what she does and what she teaches as far as manifestation and like sex magic and that kind of thing goes, because that's a lot of fun too. Anyway, um, once you've done these things, that's great. You did it. Good job. That's it. <laughs> you clean out your home like that. Allow yourself to take your time doing it, but set the intention to get it done. And as you're going through everything, the donation box goes straight into the trunk of your car. You don't leave it there. You don't leave it in the room. You don't put it in the garage. You don't put it in the attic. You put it straight in your car and you drive straight to Goodwill or Salvation Army or the local domestic violence shelter or women's shelter or or family shelter or whatever it is. Go there. Drop it off immediately. Okay? I mean it. Otherwise, it will not end up there. You know it's true. The garbage straight out the door. Don't say you're going to save that for tomorrow with the next room that you're going to do. If that's the case, go do that next room now. Take the trash out the door. Do it right away. Okay. That basket full of things that goes where that goes into another room. Look, I have horrendous ADHD. It's not cute. It's diagnosed. It's a pain in the butt. It's, it's, it can be very frustrating at times and more so than frustrating, but we're not going to get into that. My point is I struggle with that basket of things that needs to get things that need to get put back into a different space. So for me, I'll often find the thing, take it back to its living space right away because it, take it back to where it belongs because if I don't, that basket's something that becomes like an obstacle for me to have to finally put this away. Um if your brain doesn't work like that and it feels better to take that basket around with you, cool. Just make sure before you're all done and you say that like you're taking a break or it's over that Everything has been removed from the room. The donation things are where they belong. You've posted the things that you're selling. If you're selling anything, like I said, I would rather just donate it because it's typically more of a pain than it's worth. However, if you're looking to make extra cash, then absolutely go for it. And then that the uh, trash goes out. Okay. Everything goes where it belongs or you're not done with that room. End of story. Non-negotiable. After you've cleaned out the room and you've taken the things to where you are, just reflect on it. Journal on it a little bit. What did it feel like? How are you feeling energetically, especially? Do you feel lighter? Do you feel more open? And then once again, focus on what it is, the feeling of what it is that you're looking to call in. I guarantee you it's going to feel more attainable after that. And you know what? If you think I'm crazy, Come join the workshop on the 29th because I will help you get to that place where it doesn't feel crazy. But more than anything, cool, you've got a nice clean home now. And that's a big win. Don't take off. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Pace yourself in doing so. But know that just starting with that is going to give you the opportunity to you're creating more space to call in your desires right there. Okay. And that's that's a big deal. And once you're done with this, you celebrate yourself because you deserve it. Okay. And the last thing I want to touch on today is the concept of, not necessarily the concept of, it's the use of things that have uh, slogans or sayings on them that are more negative in 
in what their message is. So if you walk up to someone's house and their doorstep says, um, unwelcome, or if you're not the Amazon driver, go away. And like, they're funny. They're definitely funny. But you're also kind of sending a message that you're not open to receiving when you use stuff like that. And there's, I mean, the t-shirts that are like, if you're not my dog, I don't want to talk to you. Okay, don't get rid of that one. I'm totally down with that. But you get what I'm saying, right? So if there's negative messages that you're using in your daily life, whether it's a pen that says like, F off, not today, or um, not my problem or today's problem is not whatever you know what I'm talking about um if you have your coffee cups that have like the middle finger on the bottom when you turn it up I think they're so funny and it kind of stinks my kids are at that reading that age now where they're starting to read and it wouldn't be funny it would just be like an uh, a really involved explanation about why my cup says naughty words on it anyway not the point um I start my day with a cup of coffee that says something like love your life or small steps, deep breath or the number of things that I'm manifesting like it has like a bunch of little like go get them kind of sayings on it. And it makes a difference. It really does. It's actually really funny. My husband can tell kind of like what my day has been like based on the cup that I'm drinking my tea out of at the end of the night. So if it still says like small steps, deep breath, he's like, rough day, huh? Because I'm reminding myself, small steps, deep breaths, it's going to be okay. If it says something like mom boss, my mom boss cup, that comes out after the really tough days where I'm reminding myself that I am in fact in charge of these little humans and they do not run the show. I do. I am their boss. I am their leader. (laughs) So it really helps to have the message right in front of you. And you're looking at it over and over again to actually have a message that's encouraging on it. I just would like to put that out there. You can take it or leave it. I know a lot of people love their snarky cups and and their snarky t-shirts, and that's great. Just be careful of the message that you're receiving when you're using those things on the daily, okay? If you're looking for more guidance, more in-depth guidance, a little bit more about how to implement all of this, then join us on January 29th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I would love to see all of you there learning how to call in the life of your absolute desires rather than more of what it is that you don't want. Okay, I will be back on Monday with another episode of Murder and Mediumship. And that's all I have for now. Thanks for listening, guys. 